Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello. How's everybody out there in police off the cuff land? Welcome to another episode of the Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo. This is my partner, Angel Masonette. We're both retired NYP detectives. And we're here tonight to cover the stories that made the headline news this past week. Um, and before we start, uh, let's just say hello to Angel and see how you're doing. How was your week? Good. I'm uh, kind of hemmed up. I threw my back out on Wednesday, so I've been kind of... Uh, Were you lifting uh, like a lot of weight, like uh, squatting was, squatting, and bench no, pressing and, and, yeah, and shoulder was, pressing? How much were you squatting when you threw your back out? I was I was bench pressing a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh-huh. I do it outside of the gym. Um, <laughs> and then I was squatting a uh, Chevy Tahoe. And, uh-huh. um, no, it was nothing sexy like that. I was uh, um, running on the treadmill trying not to die. And then my last maybe 10 minutes of the run, I was like, oh, shit, I did something. And then I kept going because, you know, that's how I do. I finished. You're an animal. I finished and I got off the treadmill and I was like, oh, boy. So then that happened Wednesday. So then Saturday, I was uh, prepping to go out with my wife to her family's house. And uh, I showered. And I always, you know, put the oil, oil of olay all over my body. And as I <laughs> bent down to to uh, oil up my ankles. Uh-huh. And I have ankles that are about this thick. I just want uh-huh. everybody to know. I'm 6'5", and my ankles are about like this this thin. Uh-huh. Um, so they look sexy I, in an open toe? Oof. I felt... Uh, I felt a, Do you have much natural. of an arch? No. Do you have, do you have a good have, arch? I have, I have platypus feet. Oh, that's not good. They're as flat as my ass. Just threw off my whole uh, yeah, yeah, visual yeah, yeah, of yeah. you you in a in a in an open toe sling back. Not nice me, arch. my friend. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt another little tweak, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So here I am. This is day five, I think, or yeah. So hopefully by Wednesday I'll be back to normal. We'll see. That used to happen to me every once in a while in the gym, squatting and stuff like that. I get a tweak in my back, and it put me out of commission for. A week. I hated that. I hated setbacks. I hated injuries. Listen, um, getting old sucks, but the alternative is worse, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Let's see who's in the chat. Jamie well, Pimentel. So, Sorry. No, I was just going to say that I went to the funeral today for Mark Vieira. Oh, so yeah. Marky, yeah. And um, they live up by you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very sad, obviously. Just, uh, just horrible, but I'm I'm happy that I could support, and I wish the family well, and hopefully God will help them yeah. get through this terrible time. I did have to drive on the highways that you drive to get up there, and I don't know how you do it, man. It's so well, many turns. And, at least you didn't hit a deer. Thank God, right? It's just so many. T- you can't, like, there's no straight. There's no just, because I guess you go, you're going around the mountain. What do you just keep going around like this? <laughs> so you go um, up uh, the Palisades to uh, Route 6. Over the mountain, Harriman State Park, and you come down over by Central yeah, yeah. Valley by the Woodbury Commons. Harriman. That's yeah. where I used to go to military school in Harriman. So at least that was like, oh, wow, look, I should get off here and see. You, went, can... to, you went to New York Military Academy? No, I went to St. Patrick's Military Academy. Oh, okay. New York Military Academy. I remember them too. Though. We, Donald we to... Trump went to that one. Yeah, military. we used to play them in sports and stuff. Ping pong? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ping pong. I was good in ping pong. But that was on the police department. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's so it's so annoying. You can't, you can't like you got to focus on driving. You can't read. You can't uh, watch a movie. Nothing. Yeah. You <laughs> when you are, you gotta drive. Yeah, you got to focus. <laughs> you can't be on your phone. So let's say hello. We got a new member. Uh, Doodlebug Lori. Hi, Doodlebug Lori is a new member. Thank you so much for joining us, Doodlebug. Nice. You you have a great name there. I like that a lot. Jamie Pimentel, Little Mermaid. Hello, darling. Hi. Hi, Louisa. She shared. She shared. She was kind enough to share our our flyer for the show this week. That was very nice of her. She does it on Twitter, too. That was very nice of you. Thank you, Louisa. Milwaukee civilian, Mark, we have been waiting all day to see you, Angel, take you to school. To see Angel take you to school. I don't know. Don't 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 feed into it. Don't feed into it, Mark. Don't, I'm wondering. Do all right. I'm wondering. Uh, like, well, he said take into school. I just read an article about New York City uh, schools. Someone uh, 
released something that says that if you get if you just on all the regents exams if you just press uh c you will have enough to pass the test <laughs> i'm serious oh, i'm yeah, serious yeah. yeah yeah like so it's just scary to think like what what i don't get the point of it i guess it really just starts at college but you got to get into a good college yeah. the first 12 years it's just like babysitting really right um especially the first uh, you know once you learn how to read and write then it's all nonsense I saw somebody post today um, another another day in my adult life without having to use the Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> yeah, isn't that scary? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, that and uh, trigonometry mm -hmm. and even geometry, really, algebra. When do we use this stuff? I use biology a lot. Well, that's a science and his science and history, but biology, the, the, the human math. anatomy. I use human anatomy a lot. Yeah, when, you, when, you sh when you're shaving your ankles to get them into the slingbacks, <laughs> the, the skinny ankles of yours. Who else do we have in the chat? My skankles, Ruth Ann Griffin, London girl. Hello, hello, hello from across the pond. Hi, Kim Alliston. Hi, Dawn Marie. Uh, Bill oh, Ryan. Yes, Ryan's, Ryan's investigative group. How are you, Bill? I hope you're doing well, Kathy. Lorna McKenzie, Kathy B and Axel. Hello, Mark and Angel. Hi, Kathy B and Axel. Raquel Pranzo. Hello, darling. Oh, and her husband's here. Sorry. Hi, Sorry, Peter and Raquel. Sorry, Peter. I called the darling. I'm going to stay in my lane. <laughs> Polly the primate. I like that name. You use math. Use math in, sci in science and finance. Well, the finance part, you got me because my finances, that's why I, I don't know. I suck at uh, my finances because I suck at math. But if I went to school now, I put, I would have definitely got hundreds compared to what's going on now. Oh, forget it. Oh, my God. Can you, and the, you get social. We would have got promoted anyway because we were bigger than everybody else in the class. So they would have just moved us up for social promotion, right? Yeah. Right? Social promotion. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. Remember, well, I remember when I was going to school, kids got left back. Yeah. Yeah. You were one, right? Didn't you get left back? No, I never got left back. But <laughs> I remember I had a friend that got left back. What happened was... He used to go to summer school. Well, he Make used to have to go. Up. He used to have to go to summer school, <laughs> but his family used to go to Yugoslavia every year, so he never went to summer school. So then they'd come back, and he didn't have his summer school completed, so they'd leave him back. And this happened like three years in a row, man. It was like sixteen. He was in the fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know bad words in uh, Yugoslavian. Yeah, yeah, he was a. Uh, he was half half Yugoslavian, half Italian. I used to work with a I used to work with a guy, uh, Davor Milovaj. Uh, he uh, retired as a lieutenant out of the medical district, and he taught me bad words. Pichka, pichka na quadra. Dobro pichka, politi pichka. Milwaukee <laughs> <laughs> no, no. civilian. When I was in the sixth grade, we had a sixteen-year-old who had hair down there. We thought it was, <laughs> he was Scott Squatch. <laughs> Well, I, well, let me tell you something. When I was in the sixth grade, I was the smartest kid in the class because I was 19. <laughs> All right, where do we start? Let's just start off with this story because um, I find this story, I always found this story fascinating. Trooper was transferred to post near Canada <laughs> after Melissa DeRosa blew whistle on affair with Cuomo's daughter. That's Cuomo's daughter right here in the picture. Um, She's cute. Yeah, they're all pretty, the daughters. She she blew more than a whistle, I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, her name is Kara. <laughs> and she was dating this officer here. Handsome yeah. lad. Yeah, I forget what his name was. I don't even have the article with me. Anyway, this trooper, um, apparently there be there became their their relationship became common knowledge. There's nothing in their rules uh, when you were when you guard um when the troopers uh, guard, like, uh, what is it, dignitary mm -hmm. or their families um, mm -hmm. or politicians and stuff like that, the troopers do it. There's nothing against saying that you can't have a relationship with the person you're guarding. That being said, uh, um, obviously, this Melissa DeRosa, she got a wind of it. So she let Cuomo know. And next thing you know, the kid, he gets launched from wherever he was working, wherever Cuomo lives, um, all the way. Uh, it took him two hours to get to work every day. Let's put it that way. Wow, that's fucked. After that, yeah. 
Mm. Um, didn't Kevin Costner fall in love with Whitney Houston in The Bodyguard? I mean, he didn't get upset. Nobody got upset at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think the I don't think Whitney Houston was the governor's daughter though. The governor. I don't know. First, there's a couple of things that I'm interested in here. First of all, how does anybody find out about the relationship? First of all, why do you have the relationship anyway? Wait, what do you mean why? They want to knock boots. What's wrong? With I that? know, but you know, this is somebody that you you know. If anybody finds out, it, you're gonna you're gonna get launched. You must just know been, it, or it worse. Must have been, it must have been worse. You're gonna mess up. You is it ever? Are they married? Who knows? Who cares? They're two consenting adults. One thing should have nothing to do with the other. Unless listen, you got, unless you're the father. Daughter. Listen, you know he's a vindictive. Yeah, well. You know, you know that already. You know you're playing with fire. You might as well be doing it with a mob boss. This guy's like a more like a mobster than he is a politician. So there's a silver he operates. There's a silver lining to this. So if he's stationed up near Canada, right over mm -hmm. the border, what what cities right over the border in Canada? Montreal, Toronto, baby. Uh -oh. You can go to the best strip clubs in the world, apparently in Toronto. Yeah, well, anyway, Kara. <laughs> what, what do you mean, anyway? That's it's a fact. Hold on. I know, I, I know what you're saying, but the guy actually, he must have uh, tough crowd. He didn't deny. He didn't deny his affair with her. Um, and there even was some wording that said, "It's not. There's nothing in the bylaws that says when you're guarding a politician and, as a trooper that you can't have sexual relations." So they kind of put it out there that not only were they seeing each other, but this this was a hot and heavy relationship. So I guess they weren't really trying to hide it. I don't see nothing wrong. But behind it all, it, behind it all with is a little bump and grind. When you have when your father's governor, do you really want <laughs> your daughter dating a cop? Why not? You what? want a lawyer. You want a doctor. I didn't. Why? I didn't, I didn't rob and steal all this shit for my kids <laughs> so you can go and marry a freaking cop you stupid uh, yeah, you should be hobnobbing with lawyers and doctors and and, and you no, know people listen. with more money than us so she probably was surrounded by asshole narcissistic lawyers and doctors a whole you know probably teenage life or young lady life and she probably realized hey why be with one of those zeros when i can be with a hero well, most of the time, women gravitate towards men that are like their fathers. So this guy, like you said, he's an honorable, a, a stand-up guy. Probably, a, you know, he uh, he he's uh, put together. You know, he's a trooper. He probably looks great in his uniform. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, that's the complete opposite of her father. Like, right. Why would she, she, I wonder yeah. if he has nipple rings like a dad does. <laughs> was that ever confirmed that he has nipple rings? I confirmed it. Yes. It looked odd. I doubt it, though. There's I no way the governor of New York has nipple rings. There's why no not? Way. There's no way. But what? There's no way. What's wrong with nipple rings? We're, I don't, we're, I don't we're, think we're, so. We're not on the same page today. Like, what's wrong with nipple rings? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying I don't think this guy had nipple I think it was just a bad. I think he's got probably really weird looking big. The nippleette on it. Is it a nippleette? Or the whole thing is an areola, right? And then there's the nipple. <laughs> the eraser. The pencil eraser. The eraser tip. All right, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Milwaukee civilians is Angel sings better than Sergeant Bill. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, the, uh, the cops' nipple rings are small handcuffs. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. True. They are. So I'll make you horny, baby. Yeah. I worked with a couple of cops that were at the S&M. One guy had freaking um, this huge Shocking. thing on his back, big black letters that said master. Listen. If you're a cop, you're a masochist, right, by mm -hmm. nature. So it's just all you need is the Sato, and uh, yeah, you're good. They were into it, bro. They, these two guys, they were into <laughs> that shit, man. We had one guy that worked in a 4-2 who was like, uh, he worked, I think he worked midnights. So they were on the same frequency as the 4-8 and the 4-6 back in the day, Division 7. And him and his wife were swingers. And they got married in, like, hedonism. And he was walking around showing, like, naked pictures of them, like, Taking their vows and mm -hmm. it was it was insane. It was crazy. Yeah, man, that's something. I I'm a big fan of clothes, man. <laughs> if you look like we do, you have to be a big fan of clothes. <laughs> yes, as soon as if I would have been dropped off somewhere, like if I'm Adam, I'm looking for a leaf right away. <laughs> <laughs> I need a palm tree leaf for me. I'm just saying. I need a fig leaf.
<laughs> Let's see what we got next. Yeah, so that's the story right there, by the way. He got he got launched. He got launched. He's two hours away. I don't know if this relationship is still going. I wish it is. I, I, I wish them the best of luck. I'm a romantic. I want them to be happy. I want them to have a lot of kids. None of them named Mario. Maybe they can name, uh, what was the brother's name? Chris, right? No, name him Luigi. Play it no. on the uh, Mario Brothers. I would spite the I would spite the brother. I would I would call him. No, Chris. name him Chris. Frito. Frito. Chris, yeah, Fredo. Fredo. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, Fredo yeah. Cuomo. Oh Chris, my god. Chris and Fredo. That would be that would be fantastic if they named the kid Fredo. All right, Jamie Pimpertel. I, I mentioned that her name is Kara, but the trooper's name is Dane Pfeiffer. Dane Pfeiffer. Yeah. I hope I really hope they're doing well. I hope they go against the father's wishes and I hope they have a lot of kids. Look at uh Peter Pranzo. He knows. Great minds think alike. A lot, of, Repub a lot of Republican kids I hope they have. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Proud boys. All right, what do we got next? <clears throat> Off duty detective tries to foil a robbery, shoots at an armed man on New York City Street. This was uh he this officer worked in Gun suppression unit? What mm -hmm. what is that unit? Is that the one? Is that what is that like the new street crime? No. It's what uh they they do like um remember how they used to dex locations in narcotics? They they dex people, um I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And uh they go out uh with people with cases that have cases, open cases and stuff, and they uh basically, you know, suppress the gun stuff. People that are known to carry, people that have a history, stuff like that. Well, this guy, uh, this officer obviously had a, a knife for it. Uh, he saw a car pull over. Two guys jump out with um, with a ski mask on and attempted to do a robbery. He, he announced himself. Police don't move. The guy turned around. He had a gun in his hand. He fired upon him. What? Nobody, yeah, well, nobody knows whether the suspects took off in the car. Uh, they jumped back in the car, took off, and nobody knows whether that guy's been hit. But... Somebody who works in uh, we weapon suppression is probably a good shot. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. Um, on that note, did you see that there was another? And I don't know if you have this article, but there was another. There was a kid robbed, a rookie that was robbed off duty, in a McDonald's. They got a. I don't know what's going on in the police academy. I mean, you go there, right? You, you're one of the actors uh -huh. in the scenarios. Mm -hmm. They got to start teaching these fucking kids situational awareness. There's so many kids getting robbed. They're, they're getting the shields taken from them, their guns. Like, what the fuck? Are I they saw doing? that. I saw that. I remember that week we were off. That story really disappointed me. I should have brought it back, but I, honestly, that that's that story. It 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 hurt me and it rubbed me the wrong way. Just it just oh oh it's just it was so, so, it's, it's, it's the way so it unfolds. Bad. You know, the guy comes around on a bike and then he approaches him with the gun. He he takes two steps back. He's attempting to go for his gun. And then he just stops, yeah. and then he puts his hands up. Yeah. Uh, like, did you have a gun or you didn't? We obviously had not, a gun. At that point, it's a shootout. Gun, it's it. a shootout. Right. It's got to be a shootout. There's no other way. I don't know what they're teaching these kids, man. I don't know if it has anything to do. You can you teach that really? Situational awareness. Yeah. If you listen, it's like muscle memory, right? I teach it when I teach active shooter training to uh, and workplace violence training to my employees. He did everything properly except continue to take the gun out. No, but you have to be aware of your surroundings. If you're going in your trunk and it's in the middle of the night and you're in a 4-1, look around and see who the fuck is lurking. The guy went by the... Uh, if you watch the video, the guy dr drives by him on the bike and he kind of sort of like peeks, sees the guy, keeps going, and then he begins to fart around his truck. Little did he know that the guy, as soon as they lost icon, came back around and now he's on the other side of him. It was well again, right? If you're in a four-one and, and situational awareness dictates, you see some dude on a bike riding around. Give him, give him two or three minutes to leave. You know, mm -hmm. make sure you keep one eye open. You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, listen to your point. It's easy to Monday morning quarterback, but I just feel like you got to have situational awareness, man. You got to read the room. I mean, shit is bad in the fucking city. I, when I go down to visit my in-laws, I take two guns with me, not only one, and then my wife carries two. Seriously, yeah, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh. If you see, listen, folks. If you see, what's that? Uh, the car, the car you have a bobcat. What is that? The Hellcat. It's if you see a Hellcat, a, a white, white Hellcat. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see uh, they came out with a new electric one that it has a simulated engine noise? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh no, it's not cool. It's fake. I know it's fake, but the the whole world we live in is fake, and it, it sounds cool. Like oh, you can hear it at least. That's bullshit. I was just watching. Uh, I fell in a rabbit hole about watching um, the Tesla, the Plaid, race other cars. Oh yeah, the car is the fastest car ever made. Yeah, there's nothing like it. It beat it beat the Lamborghini. Uh, the, the the McCarran, it beat the Porsche 911, it beats everything. It can't. It beat the GR, th uh, the GR something, whatever that. What I could beat. A, I could beat a Porsche and a Lamborghini in my Hellcat. You can't. Well, you got. You're not even gonna come close to a plaid. So I think yeah, yeah, yeah. like a rocket. And you're then just they, upset. You're just upset because you drive a Hyundai Tucson. I wish I had a Tucson. I got an Elantra. You gotta <laughs> see me get. You gotta see me climb out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a new truck for work. So before I got promoted, I was driving around in an F-150. Uh -huh. And now I got promoted, and they gave me a 2018 Jeep Cherokee with 80,000 miles on it. I squeeze in it. It's tiny. It's horrible. It's supposedly a loner. It's the worst fucking car. Yeah, you got to get another car, man. Oh, it sucks. I want my freaking... F one fifty back. Yeah, you got to see me. Oh, that's so they give you a car. Listen, they give you a car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, right? I mean, the first one problem. I'm, I'm pitching no, about good. a take home car. Yeah, I know. All right, what do we got next? Oh, this story breaks my heart. Men steal Teddy, the French bulldog, from boy walking. A uh, boy walking his dog during a uh, during a walk in New Jersey. What? And that's Teddy. Oh. I don't know what it is. Look at it. He even has the uh, the vest. He's got a. It says best friend on it. How do uh, how do we get into stealing dogs now? I don't understand. Oh, that's horrible. I guess French bulldogs oh, have yeah. a high value. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, didn't you see they stole uh, Lady Gaga's dogs? And, and yeah, the dog yeah. No, but was that and they shot him? And... Was that because it was Lady Gaga's dog? No, no, or no. no there was a French. Yeah. So, so it was Frenchies and um, what are the other ones that look like Frenchies? Um, I don't know why. Why are they so expensive? The they, they're costly. First of all, they're called, with that short hair, they always have skin problems and yeah. they don't live that long. I don't understand what the big well, they have deal. bad breathing problems. They sound like me when I sleep fucking. Uh, <laughs> they, they have yeah, they have yeah. sleep apnea, but all they day. They do. It's bad. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> they they need a pap. Uh, what is that? A, 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 a pap smear. Machine. A the CPAP machine. They need. You were gonna say a pap smear? What the fuck? <laughs> They need, yeah, they need to be on the CPAP, those dogs. <laughs> they do. Or the inspired thing. The, the new thing that they have that they put in inside Kathy B. Kathy B wants, damn, Angel, how do you afford a Hellcat on a cop's whoa, salary? Whoa, whoa, Kathy, stay out of my pocket. First of all, it's a cop's pension. And I have a very nice job in the private sector. I retired from the police department, and then I took 10 days off, and then I started my job in the private sector, and I've been there almost eight years, so... That's how I can afford it. There you go. See? Yeah. There you go, Kathy. That and the cocaine he deals on the side. <laughs> Did you see the Miami sense. cop that was collared for that? What happened? There was a Miami cop collared for that. He, they, they, caught him in the, uh, they caught him in his police car. I think it was a Miami cop. They caught him in his police car with cocaine, uh, like a bunch of pills and some weed. They locked he, him up. He was dealing out of the car? The police. I don't car? know if he was dealing, but he was in possession. <laughs> fucking stupid. That's crazy. Oh, well, that's you know what? They're lowering the hiring standards. They're hiring these fucking. They're, they're hiring these fucking mutts. Imagine so. you standing on the corner waiting for your guy, and you tell your friend, "Oh, that's my guy right there," and he he waves him. He goes, "No." <laughs> he goes, "He goes, no. Be careful. Be careful. That's the cops." He goes, "Yeah, I know. That's my guy. No, that's, that's my, my guy." guy. <laughs> you, you sure? You, when you want another half right now, we got him right here. Don't fucking oh, tell me God. later because you don't stay out that late. That is the that is the most despicable. Remember, Mike. I mean, you know, you remember Mike Dowd. It's the yeah. most despicable thing in, in on the face of the earth. Yeah, be one or the other, man. It's the most despicable. Listen, thing if on you're the face a, of the listen back in the day, if you're a criminal. Be a fucking criminal. If you're a cop, be a cop. Don't be both. You can't be both. Because it was the same way on a job. I used to say that about the bosses, right? And uh, mm -hmm. Lieutenant Pranzo, you could uh, attest to this. I'd rather have a douchebag boss who was a douchebag 24-7 rather than have a douchebag who pretended to be a good guy and pretended to have your back and then behind I'm, I'm, doors, I'm confused now, right now. Which how many douchebags are we using for the first the third guy? Three douchebags. Okay, all right, we're good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so listen, last this we got to say a prayer for uh, that uh, 
that Teddy comes back, that they return Teddy. Because remember last week we had Mango? Yeah, that's right. Mango was, was a victim of a robbery. He got stolen. But yeah, they found Mango. They found yeah, yeah. Uh, and they brought him back to his owner. So let's uh, let's keep Teddy in our prayers and hopefully he goes back to that little boy. Because trust me, the little boy is probably heartbroken. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Stole his freaking dog. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Group casually leaves New York City. Luluman. Lulu Lemon, Lulu Lemon, store with uh, thirty thousand in stolen clothing. We got a video. Watch the security guard; it's the best. Oh my god, this video—it kills me. It freaking kills me. That guy doesn't budge. What do you need that guy for? Why are they play? Why are they pay these I people? I wouldn't. They get paid fourteen thousand an hour. I don't, don't care. It's not even worth. It's not even worth one cent. No, well, they don't, don't do anything. I'm, I'm not risking my life. Look, that's the. Lemon this is the security guard. Watch, camera. watch. Cheer at the suspect stroll out of the store right Watch past the, the security Look. guard with sacks full of merchandise. Look, that guy had a shopping cart. Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Look at this guy's hands. Look at how many stuff he has. On Street. <laughs> thieves walked out with more than $28,000. The guy's standing there. He's not even looking at them. No one was hurt. Though You're all right, my man. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, all right, we'll talk again police. later. Peace. <laughs> Let's watch this one more time. It's a brazen robbery at the Lemon store is caught on camera. Watch here as the suspects stroll out of the store. Watch this guy. Watch, right watch, past watch, a watch. security guard with this guy. Look, wait. Look, that guy has a shopping cart. The thing that you use when you go shopping. Remember, old people used to use I know what a shopping a cart is. It's God. full. It's full to the top. And the lady's holding That's the security guard, by the way. It's actually a laundry cart. A laund is it laundry? You could, you, yeah. you could do uh, food, too. It's yeah. originally made for laundry. All right, uh, we'd have to go back to his. I'm fucking with you. I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, wait a minute. By the you see the guy in the left corner, well, to be a right corner, he's wearing a white shirt and a black tie. That's a security guard. He doesn't even look over his shoulder to see where these people are going. The merchandise happened Tuesday afternoon. Either. Why do you need him there? Packing district Why store are you going to risk your life Street. for fourteen dollars? I'm not saying to risk anything. I'm just saying for okay. the store. Oh, so let me ask you. Who a does he distract? He's, he all he's there. All he's there is for um, uh, appearance. Because if he steps up and gets in these people's way, what is going to stop them from taking a knife out and slashing his throat or stabbing him to death? Skater say I the bold thieves walked out with more than twenty-eight thousand. Wait a minute! I think there was a white girl in there too. No one was hurt, though. Anyone with information with the crew. is being asked to call, call police. Oh man, Listen, I want to see that. Thieves walked out with more than twenty-eight thousand dollars worth of clothing. No one was hurt. In street, investigators say the bold. There she goes. Look, she goes. Nah, it's a light skin. It's a light skin. Thieves walked out with more than twenty-eight thousand dollars worth of clothing. No. Now this kind of stuff is going on every single day. Um, it's crazy. You could just walk into a store. Now, my point with the security guard there is I know they're not getting paid anything, but he doesn't even take out like I'm sure he's got a pad in the paper somewhere, at least write a description down, like where they're leaving. This they guy got was, fucking cameras there. Okay. But just say and just do some, pretend like you're doing something. No. He doesn't. No. He got his hands behind his back. He was doing something. He was standing there minding his fucking business. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> It's a waste of money. If I'm that company, I'm like, all right, listen, we took a $28,000 loss, but guess what? We're going to fire three of these people this week, these security guards. We're going to save 28000 right there. So so let me uh, make a, um observation here. So if you are tr having trouble finding people to work as security guards because they're getting paid $14 an hour, you don't have the luxury to fire the security guard because you got nobody to replace him. You don't have to replace him. That's my point. He's not doing anything. You could put a <laughs> statue there, put anything, a hamster cage. A hamster cage would get more <laughs> attention. Cage. I bet you, listen, this is my theory. You put a hamster cage there, right, with a little camera inside the cage. So when they're running out, they actually look in the hamster cage. You go, hey, little hamster. And then you get a perfect view of their freaking face. That's how you <laughs> catch them. Run the hamster. <laughs> That's a good idea. What do you I think like of that, that, folks? I, I like know. That. What do you think of that in the chat? You think the hamster cage in there would, would work? Uh, <laughs> are you guys feeling me on this? Listen, this is this is uh, um, they are oppressed and they're hungry. This is why they, they this is why they shop. <laughs> Look at Peter Pranzo. It's like the Seinfeld episode with George Costanza when George gets the chair. 
Did you ever see that? Some guy feels bad because he has to stand there the whole. No, George feels bad for the security guy. So he says, he complains, how could you let that guy stand there all day? You should get him a chair. So finally they get him a chair, and then the guy, the security guard falls asleep in the chair. <laughs> and that's when the store gets robbed. <laughs> uh, uh, Maui funny. Swift, she's feeling me. Great idea. She says, great idea. Squirrel sandwich. Hold on a second. Let's see. California made security stop getting involved. They will get fired if they interfere. At the I end know. of the day, they file with the insurance. And then she proceeds to say that the real crime is that they're claiming $28,000 of insurance, which it might not have been. Squirrel <laughs> sandwich. Yeah, I get you, squirrel sandwich. But here's an interesting thing, too, and this is my point. Um, who does that security guard actually Hooters? Deter? Did you say Hooters? Who does oh. that security guard Ooh. actually deter? Think about this, okay? If you're going in there in a flash mob Hooters. like these people, um, you're not, you know, he can't do nothing. And <laughs> most people don't steal anyway. So you don't need what? them for, you don't need the security guard for the people that are, won't steal most anyway. People don't steal in New York city. Are I'm just serious? saying people in general, if you could, if you could take, you could take everybody out of that store. If I walk in there and I see that there's nobody in here, I'll probably put down what I was going to buy and leave. I'm not going to steal. <laughs> and that's the way most First people all, are. First of all, there's nothing in Lululemon that will fit your big ass. So you ain't going in there and stealing anything. Maybe socks. Well, you That's with it. the calves like that, with the, with the ankles. You could probably get <laughs> some get nice leg warmers. Yeah, I you could get, get some nice leg some warmers. Yoga pants. Some skinny ankles. Show off my moose knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we right here? Okay, what's uh, this one? Um, New York City. Oh, oh, this is a better picture of the people. It does mm. look like a white lady with the, with the uh, doesn't it? There she goes. Look, she's wearing LeBron's jersey. I wonder See, that's how you catch that. everybody because you're never going to be able to describe these people. But this white girl, she's the last girl. There's always one last white family that lives in the project still. And she's <laughs> that one. And everybody knows her because uh, she might be white like skin, but she's really not white. You know what I'm saying? So everybody in the neighborhood knows her and be like, oh, <laughs> shit, ain't that Terry? That's Teresa right there. <laughs> and then once they get Teresa, they got the whole crew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. You're right. Absolutely. I know. There's always one white family that never. And she's leaves. wearing a Lakers jersey. So oh, she's she's going to be the reason why they catch everybody. She'll I'm happy be. this guy got caught. And finally, this uh, the DA from Queens did something. Queens man facing up to 25 years in prison after investigators find arsenal of illegal guns. This guy had. If you can't see the picture because you're listening to us, there's a bunch of long rifles on a police desk and also. Um, there's Several a bunch hand of uh, many, many, many handguns. The reason why he's facing 25 years in prison is because, okay, this is what he had. He had 15 fully assembled ghost gun pistols. That's the problem right there. Ghost oh. gun pistols. These guns get into the street. So this guy's putting together these, uh, they probably filed, they found him because he was buying parts online for, uh, to create these ghost guns. Two fully assembled AR-15 ghost guns. Also, they're all ghost guns, including one fully automatic machine gun, two fully assembled AR-15 wow. serialized assault rifles. So those were legit. Nine commercially manufactured pistols, three 12-gauge shotguns, 11 rifles, three firearm lower receivers, two AR-15s, 33 large-capacity ammunition. So, yeah, this guy was fully Four calling birds, three French hens, two <laughs> turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> my, my friend Pete is the funniest thing. Hold on one second. I send him a text. I'm supposed to. We're supposed to meet for dinner. I send him a text. I'm like, uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it tonight. Um, I'll get back to you. I'm recording from seven to eight. I'll call you when I'm done. He just calls me right now. All right, listen. Yeah, stop. Stop the show and talk to him. Put no, him on no, speaker. No, no. My point is that the, re Put him on I, speaker. the original way I wrote the thing was, "Don't call me." I'm recording. I'm going to call you. He doesn't you. care. He doesn't care. You're right. He didn't even bother to read the message. Doesn't care. Don't God, go to dinner with him then. That's it. He's my best friend. He's cut off. I thought I was he, your best friend. You're my, well, my, you're my new best friend. Okay. Thank you. This is from when we grew up. <laughs> he, you know what he used to do? I used to, I love him so much. We, when we used to go away, right? And you know how like, it's like uh, we go away with a bunch of guys. We always room together. So I, I, I would lay out my clothes that I'm going to wear. I'd iron them, lay them out on the bed, 
And then I jump in the shower and I come out of the shower because he always used to go to the shower first and he'd be sitting on my clothes. So he could he's like putting on his shoes and doing his hair. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, that's why I love the guy, man. Have you guys ever have you guys ever crossed swords? No, 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 no. We could have had one girl together. I I I think I'm the one who chickened out. Mm. She was my girl first. I just uh, Yeah, you got too emotionally involved. No, I passed the run. He's the one who got emotionally involved. Oh We're going back, you know, 16, 17 years old. Mother jumps out of a shower, grabs gun, shoots alleged intruder to save her children. Fafo. Do we remember what Fafo is? is? This is in in Milwaukee. Um, A mother was taking a shower. She heard her children screaming uh, when she got out of the shower. And um, she ran in the next room, grabbed her firearm. Went downstairs and shot the intruder. I don't know the how bad she shot him, though. But the interesting Papa. part of this story is it's in Milwaukee, like I said. Milwaukee, and uh, the reason why she bought the gun that she had in her house 10 years ago was because one time she found the man sleeping. Dude, right? Yeah, she, under the bed? Under her man's, uh, under her son's bed, her 10-year-old son's bed. Yeah, now, here's the thing. What freaking name? What, what are we doing right now? Let's ask Milwaukee civilian. What's going on in Milwaukee, dude? I know. This Jamil, is your story. Jamil You're on deck. Right? Like, this uh, is your chance, Milwaukee. Show me Laverne how good you Sherry, are right, right now. No pressure, Milwaukee. Shlemiel Shlemazel. I don't, I don't understand why. I guess it's one of these places where you leave your door open. Yeah. Well, listen. That was a FAFO incident. Do we remember what FAFO stands for? No what? Fuck around and find out. Okay. That's it. Fafo. Look at look at what Milwaukee civilian wrote. He said, Did you guys ever hear about the armless man in Florida who stabbed the guy? Oh <laughs> yeah, I saw that. They actually they actually had him on video um, uh, like a, a few a few days before he interacted with some cops and they filmed them uh, coming out of the store and he was literally he had no arms. He just had like shoulder like from the uh-huh. shoulder. Uh-huh. And he apparently he put the knife in here and he stabbed some dude. Oh wow. Yeah. I was just watching um what's that bar stool? Yeah. Uh on Instagram and the guy comes well the guy's evaluating the pizza the way he always does, Portnoy. And he comes That was out. it. That was it. Yeah, Portnoy had him on video. Yeah, the, the guy, guy walks away, but yeah, he had right. he he had something underneath his arm like him. he was, was, he was walking guy. a dog or something, the leash. Yeah, it was the same dude. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he goes, "How's he holding the leash?" <laughs> He's walking a dog in the leash. Uh, yeah. yeah, Milwaukee's on his game too. Peter Pranzo gives you props. Don't mess with Milwaukee women in the shower. Yeah, that's a crazy, that's a crazy thing. Um, that to find somebody underneath your bed. So where was Psycho? Because maybe that's what he's referencing. Was the Psycho? Was the Bates Motel in Milwaukee? No. What are you talking about? Bates Motel. Where was it located? Is that uh, what he's referencing? Don't, don't mess with it, Milwaukee women in the shower. I don't think it was in Milwaukee. How do we know? Nobody's going to see a a, a movie about some crazy guy who kills people in Milwaukee. Nobody gives a shit about him. It was not the guy. It was his mom. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding, Milwaukee civilian. Wait, I'm going to Google this now. Where was Bates Motel located? Why did you just go dark? Because I'm Googling. Oh, forget it. I'll come back. Why? What does it have to do with Googling makes you go dark? I don't get it. I guess. I flipped uh, tabs. I don't know. Too much, too much electricity going out. Healthcare workers denied religious... Healthcare workers denied religious exemption to receive $10 million in vaccine mandate settlement. Nice. Here we go. Hopefully the police begin. are next. Everybody's going to get paid. Beautiful. Everybody's going to get paid. Good. Uh, Fauci announced that My he's going to choice, retire man. in December. And uh, then he's going to get on the first plane to the middle of fucking nowhere where they can't indict him or find him or sue him. or He'll go to Epstein Island because the Democrats don't give a shit about that. So he can, he'll be safe out there. I mean, I read, I read something today, man. I saved it, too. His pension is going to be like $400,000 a year or some shit. Well, I mean, that's, the, you know, that's, that's a peanut butter for him. That's well, not a lot of money. He can go to Epstein Island and have all the funny ones. Nobody will track this him on lady wrote. This late, this uh, columnist wrote, I love this. Her name is Carol Moskowitz. Markowitz, she writes for the New York Post. She said, more than anything else, Fauci politicized a health crisis and people died because of him. That should be the lasting memory we have of him. 
He had he was terrible at his job, and the media loved him. And I completely agree with her. Yeah. Um, she says also says his half century of public service public service was a disaster for us. His handling of COVID should be studied in the future as a blueprint of what not to do. Mm. Once Heavy. again, she nailed it. Heavy stuff. Karen Markowitz, New York Post, my favorite new uh, reporter. Yeah, when I think, listen, there was, uh, you look back, there was a million different things that could have happened and things that had been done. But when you think about the whole house was built on the fact that they were trying to cover up from the very beginning that that thing escaped from the Wuhan lab, uh, which he was part owners of and, and, and giving them this idea for some reason to make take the most killer virus that could kill humans and the most killer virus that could kill animals. And why don't we just meld them together and see what happens? <laughs> why? Why not? Why would we do that? Listen, fame and fortune for him, right? It worked. It all worked out in the end. Yeah. The ends, the ends justified his means because now he's going to ride off into the sunset with yeah, a right. no, $400,000 pension and he doesn't give a shit. Really exactly. quick, Kathy... Um, oh, look, she researched it for me, Kathy Bates. How ironic. Angel, it was White Pine Boy, Oregon, but filmed in California. Nice. Thank you. California, she said. <laughs> yeah, but it was filmed in Oregon, so it could have been filmed in Milwaukee. Well, it's from White Pine Bay, Oregon. It was filmed in California. No. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And Margaret, uh, good to hear that your arm is improving. Continue prayers. Yes. We're happy to hear that your arm is continue. And no offense, Margaret, uh, with the guy with the no arms walking the dog. Um, we didn't mean anything by that. Such a jerk. <laughs> Milwaukee civilian. My colleague's wife was a successful plaintiff in that vaccine case. Seriously. Really? Yeah. You know who's going to be a successful plaintiff? Me. When we start suing because I got a you're freaking not a, You're blood. not a first health care. I have a blood. You're have not a first a, responder anymore. I have a blood clot in my calf. That but I've you're not a first case. responder. You can't swim. I know. Anybody. You're right. I know. I know. Stop your bullshit. I'm on the. I'm. The, I'm going to be on one Kobe of the. and Myers. One eight hundred Cantasso. Oh, so Margaret's in a cast. Apparently, cast suck. By the way, we hope you feel better. Oh, Margaret. cast do suck. Feel better, Margaret. What else do we got for you here? <clears throat> oh, um, Philadelphia police face staffing crisis that's projected to get even worse. What? The Philadelphia Police Department is facing down a staffing crisis storm as hundreds of officers get ready to retire what? in the coming years amid the departments already coping with lean force. Imagine that. We're definitely not. We're definitely more concerned because within the next couple of weeks, years, we have 800 officers signed up for the drop DROP program uh, where they get up to four years to retire. So. It seems like a lot of these big time police departments around the uh, around the country are minimum staff. I wonder why. Their district attorney might be a bigger shit bag than um, Alvin Bragg, and they're hard to too, believe. Apparently. Yeah, they don't care. These people, they, they don't, don't care. care. It's they're, cultural bamboozlement. They you know keep what? Voting for these dummies, thinking that they're going to be saved by them, and they keep them dependent on the government, and they don't do shit for them. And every time I can guarantee you this, every single time they have a complaint, um, whoever they have to complain to, I don't know if I can go through with this. This is going to be a tough one. Somebody gets on the phone and goes, go look at your bank account. Hmm. And they go and they see like an extra hundred thousand, two hundred. All right. Uh, all right. Thanks. I'll talk to you later. And then that's it. They go and they just do it exactly what they want. You sound like Alex Jones. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> These people are getting paid. Crazy. Believe, I, listen. The only thing that sucks is that I'm not in this position. Okay, I work part time as a concierge in the city at a residential co-op. The reason why I worked there after I retired was because my stepfather was a super. Mm. Had my stepfather been a movie producer, I'd be in movies right now. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <But> that was <laughs> <laughs> cultural. Are there any? Are there any, uh, yeah, um, Milwaukee civilian loves when I say that. Are there any uh, hot, like, 90-year-old women that live in the building where you work? Um, yeah, there's a bunch. Mm, the latch on one of them. Beautiful women, beautiful people that live there. <coughs> all right, what do we got here? 
Woke revolt. Apple employees protest against plans to return to office. Again, <laughs> Apple employees have been asked These to come in three days. Brats. All oh, they want to do, God. Apple employees have reportedly begun petitioning against the tech giants plan to demand workers to return <laughs> to office, to their job oh, for three days a week, God. not five. All we're asking for is three days a week starting next month. Could you imagine... Could you imagine if these twats had to actually work and like be oh, cops and go to work every day? Them all so fucking, fucking quick. Twats, a bunch of woke twats. And then I would have a, a twitch, like something, a big problem with their 401k, <laughs> so all that money disappears too. Apple employees have mounted repeat protest against returning to the office. The employee group Apple Together labeled the woke company racist, writing that returning to the office will make <laughs> Apple younger, whiter, and more male-dominated. <laughs> What the fuck are you oh talking about? God. Have you Who ever thinks seen of this shit? Did you watch uh, Entourage? Did you watch that show Entourage on HBO? Yeah, of course. Did you ever see uh, Ari when he goes in and he, and he fires everybody? He's walking yeah, through. I love He's that going, guy. You're fired. Get the fuck out of here. That's what I'd be doing if I was in Apple. You get the fuck. You're fired. Love, yeah. Everybody get the I fuck out of here. I loved Ari. But, you know, Ari, Ari caught a bad one with the... Uh, he still hasn't really come back from the um, getting canceled. He was oh, one of those. Oh, yeah, guys. I know. But I mean, what are you going to do? Peter Pranza, Mark, one day you got to put up a one minute of your brother's moving company ad. I will. I definitely will. Um, wait, we got some video. Let's call it on. Let's see what we got here in the video. I might, might have skipped the story here. <clears throat> All right. This one is. Uh... Oh, this one's great, man. This one's fucking great. Wait till you see this. This is a flash mob that goes into a city. A 7-Eleven. There's a new oh, thing called um, oh, yeah, Street yeah. Mob, Street Takeover. This mm -hmm. is apparently the result of a street takeover in California. At least some of the people in that mob were also part of a street takeover earlier in the evening in Willow, which resulted in a shooting and then may have been involved with another street takeover oh, no. after they left this 7-Eleven. But it is what happened in between that was caught on video and the reason the LAPD held a news conference here this morning. Take a good look at this video. It is from last Sunday at the 7-Eleven at El Segundo and Figueroa. The mob... I just want to pose this for one second. Let's just go back one second. I don't think they're going to be able to arrest any people Sunday in this video except for this guy right here. See that fat Mexican right there? He's getting arrested. You can't. You can't. There's no way any of these other people are getting arrested. He's trying to catch the food in his mouth. That, I know that fat Mexican right there. They got him already, bro. They got that fucking dude. Look at him. He almost trying to catch a yodel, ransacking it and destroying it, stealing everything in sight. They even jump behind the counter and start handing out cigarettes and lotto tickets. Police are particularly interested in finding one man on the video wearing a Colorado Rockies cap and a backwoods jersey. He actually starts throwing bananas and chips at the lone terrified employee. Police say the people on this video could face charges of vandalism, looting, and grand theft. And again, they think they came into the store from a massive street takeover just outside, and now the LAPD is vowing Anyone caught at a street takeover will have their cars impounded for at least 30 days. No excuses, no exceptions. We really want to prevent this from becoming a new trend where they think that they show up and take over a street or a freeway or any part of the city that they're just going to be able to do whatever they want, come into a store and take what they want. And we're here to basically say it's not going to happen. Well. I'm Too sorry. late, I say. I'm, they don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. These guys. The DA yeah. is not going to do shit about that. Come First on, of all, stop. okay. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. But the only thing that's scary is when did this come to New York? And is it coming this weekend? Or, mm. I mean, it could it be tonight? Because it's already here. Like, mm. the, the, the stupid New people in the Bronx are going to do it or somewhere in, in Harlem or They've been or, doing or it. They've been doing it. They've not like that, it. though. Not the street table. No, not to moving. that. Well, did you see now uh, every 7-Eleven in the city had two cops outside of it? All right. Yeah? I didn't see Stupid. that. I don't think it had to do with a 7 They weren't doing it to 7-Eleven. It could have been anybody's store there. It, it didn't help hurt that it was 7-Eleven because they have so many things there. Pretty but, common um, a few months back in California, according to Squirrel Sandwich. Peter Pranzo, ole ole. <laughs> Dropped the gate and locked them in there for a month. They survived. They have all the food in there and shit. 
Well, I agree uh, with that. I I, I agree with it. That, that's from uh, the Bronx Tale. Now you now now you just can't leave. Yeah. Oh, well, listen. That'd be great if it wasn't a Seven Eleven with food and a bathroom. They'd fucking be in heaven. They'd all come out looking like the Mexicans. <laughs> Lorna McKenzie. She says um, they're all laughing because they know nothing will happen to them. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, let's see. We got another video here. What what is this video about? I forget. Uh, graphic shows man. Did we see this one already? What the fuck is this? Shows man finally be okay. But this is the Arkansas cop. Did we even talk about that? Not yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. This on video. It appears to show a man being violently attacked by officers as he's pinned to the ground. CBS News correspondent Nikki Batiste gives us a timeline of events leading up to when the recording begins. And we must warn you, this footage is extremely graphic and disturbing. Disturbing cell phone video appears to show two Crawford County deputies and one Mulberry police officer pinning Randall Worcester to the ground and repeatedly punching him in the head and kneeing him in the legs. Then one officer lifts Worcester's head up and smashes it into the ground. That's the bad part. The video does not show what happened before the arrest. The Crawford County Sheriff told our CBS affiliate KFSM it started around 11 miles away in Alma, Arkansas. He said Alma police responded to a call about a man making terroristic threats against a gas station employee. The man allegedly spit on the employee and threatened to cut off their face. He then biked to Mulberry, where the officer and deputies in the video met with him. The sheriff said the conversation started calmly, but escalated when Worcester allegedly pushed one of the deputies to the ground and punched him in the back of the head. It is unclear if Worcester was armed. The banging of the head against the ground? No, that is not appropriate. Former police officer Keith Taylor is an adjunct assistant professor at the John Jay College of Criminal Justice. He says he sees little justification for the officer's actions. The punching in the face, it was unrelenting. I can understand if you're in a battle with the person, but you got one person laying on him and the other person kicking the heck out of his legs or lower body. Those are uh, serious uses of force. Stay police. The guy's looking over the person, somebody recording. You always have to assume somebody's recording now. Go ahead. So so there's a few things, right? Um, There's a difference between resisting arrest and fighting or assaulting a police officer. They're not always the same. Um, that was excessive. The, the guy wasn't even, you saw his, everybody, like people on my Instagram were like, well, where were his hands? You can't see them. You saw them in the video. He was covering his face. He wasn't fighting the cops. Listen, okay, it's true. We don't know what happened beforehand. But even if he's spitting the cop's face, once you give him a few shots, get him cuffed and get him into the RMP and get out of there. Why are you on the ground Beating him into submission. You don't have to do that. The guy's not fighting you. He's resisting. He might be resisting putting his hands behind his back. But how's he going to put his hands behind his back when he's trying to cover himself from the blows to his face? And then you're smashing mm-hmm. his head against the ground. It, it was it was bad. That's bad. That's brutal. That's, that's, that's I, the guy in the back with the knees, that's a guy with, who has obviously martial arts training. Those knees, <clears> um, <throat> to me, completely fine. They're to his legs. The other the guy in the front, not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy in the front, he's punching the guy who smashes his head as well. He's punching. He's throwing good punches, so he knows how to punch. But why is he punching but in the face? Especially if you have martial arts background, you can do stuff to manipulate him without punching him in the face. There's pressure points. There's all these different things. You could grab him right here, right that muscle right here. Uh, you would never even notice that you're doing that on listen, camera. The guy then, could have been on punching. GCP or something. I know. I know what you're saying. But the banging of the head is Just never going to look good. It's never going to look much. good. Listen, uh, the guy wasn't fighting. He was. He, he didn't want to be cuffed. And and at that point, he's trying to protect himself from the blows. He's getting the shit kicked out of him. It was bad. It was bad. It's three on one. I mean, come on. Somebody grab his hands and put him behind it back. It was too well, much. Well, you could see they're also following the guideline where not to go on his back or sit on his back, which makes everything much more difficult. Well, well, they they're on the that. side. They're the one guy's on the side, the punching at the top. The guy, I don't know what the guy in the middle is doing. He's trying to Listen, get his hands. The guy at the end, though, they're all, none of them are sitting on his back. So they're trying to find out that guy, that guideline. 
But you could see there was overzealousness there. It's yeah, like it was so much. Punching in the face. Um, if the first shot doesn't work and he doesn't succumb, then you don't need fucking five other shots to follow after that. No, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah. It, it was just. It was just too much. It's bad because, again, it makes every other cop now has to suffer because of this. Um, yeah, yeah. This is going to be scrutinized. The cops are going to yeah. get fired. I don't know. You know, I don't know if they're going to break it down individual individually. Who know. did what we'll damage? <clears throat> but um, it's, it's not sexy. When the cuffs go on, the fight stops. Um, fresh tune-up, no more than seven hits allowed. Yeah, <laughs> it's an old rule, LT. Um, seriously messed up. They weren't strong enough to bend his arms to be cuffed. Yeah, that's probably the, that's part of the problem. Yeah, that's well, I don't get that. They weren't strong enough. There's three of you. Just focus. Right. Just focus on the arm. Don't focus that's on it. punching him. Kick him in the leg. Focus on one guy. Grab one arm. Stand him for one guy grab another arm, and I'll I'll put the cuffs on. So yeah. even then, at the end of the day, you know, it also, what are we dealing with? Uh, we're dealing with what, what was, uh, well, uh, everything gets thrown out the window as soon as the guy punches the cop. You know, like you said, they were talking to him and then the guy punched the cop and punched him in his head. Spit in his face. So that's when everything goes crazy. That's, everything. Well, listen, give him a good shot. Punch him in his face. Yeah. Break his fucking jaw. But after that, cuff him. Any damage that you do will probably be better off done while you're both standing in combat position. Absolutely. If the guy throws a punch at you and you Break take the shot and you return it because you happen to have a this the hammer right here. This is I just want you to see that that was the hammer right there. Yeah. Can you see that? That's the hammer. <laughs> yeah. Just an angel in case you don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. That's the That's dick the hammer. Yeah, the That's dick the hammer. Give yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody gets one of those, forget it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tell, I, listen, I used to tell people every time, said, I'll hit you with so many lefts, you'll be begging for a right, brother. <laughs> Thunder and lightning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. When, when you wake up, your clothes will be out of style. <laughs> you better stop fucking with me. <laughs> I hope you so hard, your mom will feel it. <laughs> Squirrel, Squirrel sandwich. sandwich, thank you so much for the $3 stupid sticker. Nice. Peter Pranzo, yes, dusted yes. up mopes, psychos, very strong. Thank you, yeah. uh, Squirrel Sandwich. I love your name too, by the way. Yeah. All right, folks, we're nearing the episode, uh, the end of the episode. Let's go back in the chat and just uh, settle up with uh, the people that yeah. were kind enough to join us tonight. Once again, thank you for the three dollars super uh, super sticker, Squirrel Sandwich. That's a lot of S's right there. Uh, Peter Pranzo, Raquel Pranzo, always a pleasure. Michaela uh, Serino, thank you for tuning in. Milwaukee civilian Angel has said it before. No one hates bad cops more than a good cop. That's true. My mantra. That's it. Yeah, it's the situations like that, they just mess it up. My mantra. You mess it up for everybody. I don't yeah. care. Listen, if one guy gets a punch in the face, I understand how angry you get. But yeah. everything that happens happens to be has to happen. Uh when you're prone, standing it has up. to be, and it has to be a controlled rage, right? If you get pissed off because you got punched in the face, I told you about that 16 year old kid that slapped the dog shit out of me, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I was pissed off, but the kid was fighting me, you know. So he ended up breaking his eye socket. But you know, it's got to be a controlled rage, and once you get him where you got to get him, cuff him, stand him mm -hmm. up, and get him the hell out of there. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. There you have it. Any parting words, Angel? Um, no, uh, you know, follow me on uh, Instagram and I can never get this right. Instagram and Twitter, big reeking man. Um, I am going to be on Fox news on September 9th. I believe that's that Friday. Um, I'm going to be live in studio on a police panel. So tune in. Oh, that's uh, it's great. It's going to be on Fox and friends first. We're going to be talking about the anniversary of September 11th coming up. So, uh, Check me out there, and um, thanks for the support. Love you guys. Yeah, that's great. Make sure that you, we, we got to create a flyer for that so we can keep promoting that appearance on Fox. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be in uh, – well, today's Monday. So Thursday I have this uh, retired, I think, detective. Well, maybe it was a lieutenant. Um, I got to look him up. Uh, Jorge Jimenez. We have a mutual friend. She's a comic, and uh, he's got quite the career with the NYPD. 
So I'm going to have him on and go through his career and, and talk about all that good stuff with him on Thursday. That'll be Thursday's show. And then we'll be back on Monday next week. Next Monday, though, next Monday we're going to do an earlier show, Angel and I. I'm taking my daughter out for uh, a dinner, congratulating on her on her new position uh, where she, she got a job working for a, a big company. Congratulations. And I'm very happy for her. So next Monday we're either going to do 5 or 6 o'clock, folks. I hope you guys can tune in. Uh, we'll make that decision shortly, a couple of days, but we're either going to do 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. Girl Friday, thanks for jumping on at the end. I see you. Thank you. Adios, okay. everybody. All right. Bye, everybody. Enjoy the Met Yankee game. Let's go, Mets. Bendiciones.